Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. With the wine glass on the microwave And the ashtray in the kitchenette I could tell that it was difficult To bring that sort of subject up Alright, uh, it's, it's March now, which I, I think means it's allegedly supposed to be springtime at some point uh, I, di- I didn't pay attention to, to what, that, uh, what that big rodent said a month ago uh, I feel like that rodent has a very spotty track record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are you talking you know, about an actual meteorologist or, or the weasels on TV? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so springtime is coming to to thaw us out of this shitty winter, mm-hmm. and there's there's cause for some optimism about. Uh, the the ongoing year-long nightmare that we've all had you know mm-hmm. uh d- d- no one uh, no one could with a straight face call the rollout of the uh coronavirus vaccine in the u.s a smashing success uh but it it's starting to get a little traction there was an announcement today that um uh, they expect to have enough doses for the entire American population earlier than expected in May, which is great. Uh, part of that is, is coming because two two bitter corporate rivals are, are being forced rivals. to work together. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and so it sort of got me thinking about the other side of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there was a, a piece, uh, maybe in the New York Times, maybe in the Atlantic, I, I don't remember which, uh, in the last week or so that said, you know, COVID-19 is probably never going away, or at least not going away completely anytime soon. But mm-hmm. that's not to say that there hasn't been a lot of progress and, and that the, the pandemic stage will be over at some point. And so... And that means that at some point, our lives are going to be a little more normal again. Yeah, and and I think it's, um, you know, this coincides too. Actually, Kevin, I think this is perfect to start with you. There are some things that eventually we will feel comfortable doing again when it's not pandemic level. Um, and it feels kind of like you getting into your car. It's like, yeah, there's risk here. Um, and I can't control for everybody, but there are certain things I can control. Um, but, but I think there are also some things that you can do right now under certain circumstances, certain circumstances, but they feel kind of weird to go and experience. And I know Kevin, we expect to return to the office at some point you needed to go recently. And, and I think that you had some thoughts about how that is now versus how uh, how how you feel about it having not done it for so long yeah I I've always been um, in a position where I can um, work from home one day a week um, sometimes two days a week so like 
I I knew the the whole process of uh, having that extra time and being able to you know, maybe do some chores in the middle of the day and stuff, but um, it was kind of weird to now go back to the office for I've gone two days now, um, and it was just and it felt nice, and I think it, I think it really gets back to like feeling that sense of normalcy of oh like wake up in the morning and get in my car and listen to a podcast on the way to the office and then Mm -hmm. drink the free coffee at work and um you know walk around the cubicles and look out the you know they're they're like nice these nice like big pretty windows you know nice to look out those while i take a walk instead of like walking to the kitchen to grab a snack um yeah like no one was in the office um i never really want to be in the office five days a week um Mm -hmm. but like yeah again it just felt like it felt neat to to be back for a couple of days yeah and and i you also describe there and and when i'm thinking about things that i I sort of look forward to returning to these these haunts that we're used to it's the the habits in them getting the coffee driving to work listening to the podcast on the on the, the way um but but i the thing i also think about is is the social aspect and so you kind of went into the office, you're walking around the cubicles, and I assume no one was there. Did did that awkwardness hit you too? It's like, this is almost there, but for... Yeah, it, it was a bit awkward, um, but I think it, I found solace in the fact that it wasn't like I was going to be, like, I'm going back to the office every day and no one else is. I was like, I have, you know, I was just trying to give up our home office to, to Julia for mm-hmm. those two days. So that was why I did it. So there was nothing, nothing weird. I, I was more weirded out by like the two people that have been going in like every day and also like frustrated by the fact that like they're running all the fr- refrigerators still, like even though we only need one refrigerator now um, and all this other stuff. But, um, and like the ridiculous safety protocol to like get in where the sec- there's like this security officer and all this stuff. But um anyway so like there were a lot of things that were plenty awkward um and they were awkward because it it was like this whole charade for a couple of people that go in every day but Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know i kind of it's it's crunch time at work right now so we've kind of i don't know i didn't really have time to to dwell on such things or get bored yeah and and so sean i think what kevin has described is is he kind of did a chivalrous act and he he gave up his his desk for for someone else to go somewhere else so you enjoyed it in some ways kevin you can see the 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 positives to it maybe not fully return to it in the future but that's something you felt like you had to do whereas like sean and, and max i've definitely been thinking about it as I look forward to these these settings that I have been apart from um, and that can be social, but they are things that I, I like want to do as opposed to I feel like I have to do, you know, the things I want to go back to. Yeah. So so at, at my at my new job, I, am I I wonder when I'm at the stage where I, I can't call it my new job anymore. Um, it's still my new job for now. Um, it, we had a, a sort of virtual happy hour type event for for people to get to know the the recent starts outside of the context of like work meetings and you know when you do stuff like that there's always like icebreaker questions and one of our icebreaker questions was where where do you want to go for your first post-pandemic vacation 
and you know uh, people had lots of uh, fascinating answers of these fantastical places that they wanted to go and as i was thinking well where do i want to go i kind of realized that it's not so much that i want to go to a specific place it's i want to go anywhere where i can do a specific thing mm-hmm. and i want to go uh feel safe cramming into a crowded sweaty room with mm-hmm. a bunch of people and listening to a band play some damn music mm-hmm. so it's just like i i uh I, I don't see myself going to an office all that much. Uh, you know, I, I, I moved, actually moved a hundred miles away from the, the office that I am nominally based out of. So like I'll go every once in a while when things are, are clearer. But for me, I think I'm, I'm more focused on some of those, like, you know, the extracurricular activities that have been, robbed from us for the last year and like those are the things that i get really excited about yeah and and uh, you know max you're someone who does think in terms of i think trips a lot in in places to go and and sean is kind of described the place well the the place is maybe less important than the activity like being able to do it i, I mean is that is that something that that you think about i i know that you know in a in a past life you had to travel a decent amount for work um and like would would go to things like airport bars and stuff like that and there's part of me that thinks like that would be really nice right now like to be able to do that kind of safely i mean has your has you, the way you think about trips in the future changed at all with like i just want to be able to do this thing it's less important where it is um that's interesting i not really i think i still have a long list of phys- like places i want to go and visit for a vacation there's certainly things that i miss doing that i want to do like around here i would say like my biggest really like tangible thing that i miss is going to bar trivia um which is like a combination of going to a bar mm-hmm. but like a specific activity at the bar yeah um and so i definitely like really miss bar trivia um but i don't know that i necessarily when i think about vacations that i'd like to go on like I, I really wanted to go on a European vacation sometime in the past year. Mm-hmm. was hoping to be able to do that. And so I, I don't know that when I think about that vacation, I think specifically about wanting to like go to bars or anything there. I mean, obviously I would want to be able to go to restaurants and eat. Um, but I don't think that's like changed how I feel about vacations necessarily, but certainly, like I said, things around here. Yeah, in in the bar trivia one, I, I I get the the vacation part like that. If if that's something that I mean, I I miss that too. Being able to travel, get to experience that, going somewhere new or or someplace you haven't been in a while. I, I think that that's always really appealing. I mean, and honestly, travel pandemic or not, being away from if you take one trip a year, which is I usually do in October, it's like ah, I look forward to that for a year. Um, the bar trivia one is really interesting because because that's something that that, uh, you know, some arrangement of us have, have done together in the past. And that that does make me think about the thing I wanted. I have been thinking about wanting to do, which is kind of like going to bars, but not even just that. It, it's like not even just going once. I think that that's a cool setting 
and I'm not even particularly good at it. Like, I don't know how to, like, I know how to order a cocktail, but it feels really weird. I'm much more, it was just like, I'll order a beer. But it's more, I think getting back to the, the social aspect and bar trivia is really great. Like you go every week there, I'm going to live very close to a mellow mushroom, one that I could walk to. And I have in my head that like, I want to become a regular at, at mellow mushroom and like go there once a week. Maybe I go after work and maybe I just get like the pretzels in, in a beer, but I like want to go to these places and appreciate them. Cause I feel like I, I haven't. And, and that is one thing, you know, having just moved, you know, from Virginia anyways, there are places I went there and I felt like I went in and, and they kind of knew me what, what I was, what I would normally order or what I would normally get. And those were more shops than like, uh, restaurants or bars. And I think I'm realizing now, never having had it, that that is a really good relationship to build for the setting a bar, just like an office, can be a really nice, um, comforting setting. But then also this this social aspect where you, in enjoying it, are supporting someone else, be it a coworker who likes you being there, or a bartender who, or a wait staff that benefits from your patronage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who knew that that when we we boiled it down, our our four answers were all going to be some form of. Really, what I'm missing is human interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, podcast complete, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But, but it's I I do think it's interesting to think, you know, the fact that we all had four different answers, or maybe it's three and a half different answers. Uh, you know, that human and in- that human interaction takes so many different forms, and that like that's. That's the thing that has been so damaging about this past year is that, you know, you don't stop to think about that and all of the mm-hmm. different little interactions you have with people in a day until you can't do it anymore. Um, and, and even when, you know, even when it's not as well defined a relationship as you being a regular at the bar, like, those little interactions really add up in a huge way. And, and so, you know, I, I think, God, we're, we have to all, I, I can't imagine anyone who is like, yes, I've been really excited to totally withdraw from human life for 12 mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so. Yeah. I, I think it's almost a more interesting exercise to ask what you what you miss that you did not like pre-pandemic. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, to the... Like, I was Oh, like being in a crowded airport. Like, that doesn't sound so bad right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> that still weird. sounds miserable. That okay, fine. But that's an example miserable. of like... So, so like one thing I'm thinking about with the, the bar situation, and, and right now we're, we're in the heart of, of like with the, with the college basketball season. Normally there's college basketball on all the damn time right now. And and so you'll be in a place like a restaurant and you're near the bar and hear someone yell or clap really loudly or something like that. And and you can appreciate it at your table, especially if you're in the know. It's like, wow, that's like a, a Bills fan or something absurd like that. And and so I, I like I didn't like that situation. So I don't necessarily miss it. But being in a place where you can be like, 
oh, there's a Coastal Carolina fan. Like we don't we don't get that. Like I am limited to the fandom of of where we are. So so that little thing where where someone is in a place and they feel out of place because they're watching a certain game, they ask to put it on or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that is just something I haven't experienced for a year because there's only one TV in my in my apartment and like I'm choosing to watch the games, but that that variable, like that other crowd, ha- just hasn't been there. And yeah, I mean, to Max, your point, I didn't really like when someone would be loudly cheering for some random game I had no interest in. But that is like the variable of being in places with with different people in the randomness of humanity. I mean, is it too much of a cop out to say that the thing that I miss? that I didn't really like beforehand was doing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's no, that's what I was leaning as an answer. Yeah. That's where I was going, going to as well is that like, I, I guess I, I didn't like driving into the city and trying to find parking, but what I did like was, okay, I'll go to an area and we'll go on a walk and then, Oh, maybe I'll get a beer here. And then maybe I'll get like a snack here. Whereas now it's like, okay, well, if I want to go to the harpoon brewery, like I get, carry out and it's like okay well i don't want to drive there to get carry out and then drive to this other place to get carry out and then like go home and like consume it like mm. so yeah i miss doing doing do, stuff do you also find i i had this realization this past week i, I remember we we did a podcast at some point about like the on a given day when you don't do anything and how and how guilty i, I felt about that but I realize now I don't remember what I did on a weekend. I'm like, I think I hung out with people. I think I went to the farmer's market, went to the grocery store. But like, I don't remember what I did. And so when we go back to this, I want to be more purposeful. That's what I think I'm realizing is I want to remember what I did because it matters. Well, yeah, we all kind of had to drop. <laughs> we all kind of had to drop the whole uh, whatever feelings we had of doing nothing being a bad thing which i I think that was your position more than it certainly more than it was mine Um, yeah but like i imagine you had to to drop that very quickly um Mm -hmm. you know i think the thing that i've noticed over the last year is that i am extremely used to being um like on on the homebody end of the social spectrum in like every group of friends I've ever been a part of. And and so like I'm I'm almost inevitably I am the person who is is ready to to call it quits and and head home from the bar earliest. Um and now like over the last year when you know for the most part my in-person social circle has really just been me and Emily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have comparatively become the party animal, uh, the one who, the one who wants to do stuff, the one who stays up late and I drink coffee like, after three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's it's been a very it's been a very weird thing to adjust to, and you know it it's made me it sort of made me question a little bit, you know. Uh, my my conception of myself as, as uh as being an an introvert i i think i'm realizing that i actually do get a lot more kind of energy and 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 charge from being around other people than i 
ever gave credit for. Um, so like, you know, in a certain sense, like it's, it's valuable to have learned that about myself, but God, I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to just go sit on a bar stool and talk to people and to have like, to have one of these conversations that we have, I'm so ready for us to be able to do it in person. Yeah. And so, and that makes me think, and I realized just from even just walking around the neighborhood, especially now with a dog, you meet more people, but I'm really curious, um, flowing into this, getting back into bars and things like obviously bars are always places where you can meet and chat with people. But if you guys all recall, and our listeners will recall, um, if they attended, uh, like an orientation or your first time and college, Mm -hmm. where you're a freshman or a first year, whatever you want to call it. And everyone is just like really excited to meet everyone. You know, everyone is so nervous, like, I'm not going to make friends. Then you go there and you realize, like, you could just make friends with anyone and then kind of pair off the people that you decide you don't really like. But, like, everyone will basically be friends with everyone right away. And, like, everyone wants to talk to everyone. And I'm wondering if we'll get a little bit of that. Just, like, world at, like, orientation. bars and events. Just, yeah, like, everyone will be, like, at the bar and everyone will just be, like, hyper kind of friendly and socially aware. Like everyone at the bar will be there to chat with and talk to other people. I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious if you guys think we'll have that, and it'll be like an uh, awakening of sorts, like a yeah. roaring 2020s. <laughs> what? No. I guess my my first thought or concern would be that it might drastically depend on where you live, because another thing that this year has done is divided people a lot. So, um, I don't know. Maybe in Boston you won't get that as much, but I don't know. Maybe in Atlanta uh, and Richmond. Everyone won't like to talk to everyone. Yeah, I mean, may- maybe this is the really the the real push for unity is everyone going to be able to go to to bars again and stuff, and they'll be like, you know what, we all just want to go outside and and eat and drink together and talk about absolutely worthless stuff like uh, you know Emily in Paris or something. Um, so I mean, maybe that'll be the great unifiers. We can do that. Hopefully it's not Max to your point, roaring 20 stuff. I think that was the one uh, benefit of 2020 being bad is that was one fewer year where we had parties that involved people wearing fedoras. But I mean, that was my silver lining to the year. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> those I probably don't come back in force. I, to be fair, I don't think he was talking about a whole decade of themed costume parties. But it's coming <laughs> it's down the pike. Yeah. But that does sound kind of cool. But, no, it does not. But, no, it doesn't. But Max, to kind of get more to like the crux of your question, so like I like to imagine when I return to bars, like oh maybe I'll talk to strangers more than I used to. Like will I? I have no idea. But like in my head right now, I'm thinking. That'd be fun to do. Maybe yeah. I'll do it. I guess that's a good point. I think that's the same thing I <laughs> same way I feel, which is like I can picture myself back in the day sitting in a bar. I'm like, I'm not talking to anyone, and now I'm like, oh, I kind of want to talk to people. And then the first day back, I'm like, I don't, I don't actually want to talk to that person. I, I, I mean, yeah, we'll have we'll to go back to the way we were immediately. <laughs> I, I've I've been kind of forced into this uh, recently because I am in a situation now, which which we may discuss later on, but um where where my neighbors are are people that I, I feel like there's more an obligation to interact with than I ever have before and and I've had to talk to them recently and I just I think part of it is just these situations where you're walking around now and people don't have the social interaction and and what I'm noticing is I am more I, I talk to people a little bit more than I have in the past usually I've 
I don't I don't really want to. I, I feel like I have other stuff to do. And the truth is, one, I really don't. And two, it's not a big deal to just say hello or, you know, have a chat with literally the clerk at, at the Sprouts, the, the grocery store, or talk to your neighbors. So I, 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 yeah, I think to a little, to an extent, I think I am going to be more willing to, to talk to people about, yeah, just like the score of the game or how the weather's been. You know, it's small talk, but that is what, you know, that is the basis for a lot of social interactions. And someone says something, you're like, oh, I was totally surprising. I can't believe that, you know, the person that was uh, serving me at Mellow Mushroom said this wild thing. Yeah. Like the guy who told me that he was going to take his his maybe significant other to Dolly World as soon as as soon as he could. I was like, I was not expecting to hear that. That's really cool, man. I'll come back and ask you about that later. That's awesome. Is it is it Dolly World? Is that what Dollywood? It's, it's Dollywood. 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 Oh, okay, I'm sorry. And we have to all pay pilgrimage thanks to Dolly Parton for providing us with the precious, precious COVID vaccines that we all need. Yee yee. <laughs> yeah. I uh I think one one final question I kind of have for everyone would be like, and I, maybe I'm only framing this because I want to answer it myself, but uh, what is one like kind of guilty pleasure thing that you're looking forward to? that like you wouldn't necessarily how do i frame that i'm trying to get at that like i'm really excited to go to like a bar and do karaoke what's what's guilty (laughs) about that interesting i don't know it's i'm i so well it's a scene it's it's an it's a it's a thing that could have been vaccinated away as well. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. No, no. It, that, that'll continue on. I'm I'm going hard in the opposite direction, which is that what one of the things that I am maybe hoping is is going to really recede in the world is the idea of things requiring guilt to be mm-hmm. enjoyable. Like at this point after we've been deprived of so much for a, it's been a fucking year guys it has been a year the last time i went to a classroom or an office was like you know from when we were recording it it's it's only like 10 days away so mm-hmm. just we've we've been deprived of so much stuff for so long that i really i hope and i i know this isn't going to happen because we're talking about optimism here and and I, the main <laughs> the main thing i've learned in my life is arguably that optimism is very often misplaced um but you know that people will sort of turn over a new leaf and just feel comfortable enjoying the things that they enjoy and sharing those things with whoever else they can find that enjoys them so like i don't know good doing Doing karaoke sounds amazing. I would love to go to bar trivia again. Like, I want to do all of that stuff. Yeah. I want to get stupid drunk at a wedding and dance a lot. Hell um, yeah. But not too drunk <laughs> on my own. Yeah, but, I was going to say, know. good thing you have one at scheduled, the, Kevin. At the, other, at the other six or whatever that I have to go to this year. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, I, I think that... Uh, that's that's a good one kevin and i also think that that max one thing i i think of is is i look forward to going to concerts but i certainly don't feel guilty about that um going to going to a sporting event and in getting to boo loudly 
That'll be nice, man. That'll be nice. That's a good answer. <laughs> That'll be nice. So, who are you gonna boo? Uh, uh maybe I'll go to a Cobb County Crackers game uh, and and actually just boo boo some Braves. Wow, I love it. Or you go to Braves Phillies and boo just, Braves. Boo, everyone. I just boo everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a fantastic idea. Uh, oh. So yeah, I mean just. Fingers crossed that that we're we're all doing that stuff sooner than we hope. Um, all right, let's move on now as we do to Pierce is sorry. What are you apologizing for today? So we we had a discussion just before we started today about office chairs and 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 it makes me think of a variety of things that. People are like, oh, you spend a lot of time on this uh, or around this, so you should spend a, a good amount of money on it. Um, it also makes me think of their commercial sometimes where it talks about, you know, cars, and the only thing that actually touches the road is is the tires, and that makes me think of sleeping and in in beds. And you know, you have problems sleeping and everything, and, and a lot of it for I think some people is oh, my neck kind of hurts or, or my shoulders. I feel like I'm not sleeping well. So so kind of in the where the tires hit the road type of thing um, makes me think of of pillows. And I a few years ago uh, got a recommendation for a pillow, I believe from you, Max. That would have been from me. Yeah, that was from Max. And so we've been delaying this apology for a couple of weeks now due to uh, some storms in in Texas, among other things. But what I'm apologizing for this week, and by extension maybe Max a little bit, is it took me too long to fix the recommendation he gave me because this is my former pillow now, um, and it really speaks to uh, as you can see the the branding on it why it right was problematic I mean, and I, you can't you uh, you can't hear me because of mike but um i think you know they, that we can't actually see it all that well on skype but oh, I'm, I'm assuming that that's a my pillow it is uh and so i i apologize for not replacing this pillow sooner i don't i i don't know when i should have replaced it that's part of it um i found a very good pillow uh that that uh, got got a recommendation on on some review sites that i went to um but this is a situation, you know. They talk about sometimes you, you gotta you gotta uh, take the the art away from the artist, and and you can still appreciate the art. Um, but in this case, this pillow is bad, and I should have gotten rid of this pillow a lot sooner. Max, have you replaced your pillows? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you found a, a, an acceptable alternative? Are you a that's are similar? You, if if yeah, uh, 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 I mean, are you a side sleeper? Uh, Do you sleep on your side? Well, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I sleep on my back. Sometimes I sleep on my face on my front. All right. Well, you've got bigger you've got bigger problems that we'll address in another podcast. But yes, I have a, I have a good recommendation for you that you can get it like. A reputable place like Bed Bath and Beyond, but uh, yeah, that's all to say I should have replaced this pillow much sooner. Um, and uh, you know, maybe they'll change the name to Dominion Systems Pillows really soon or whatever. <laughs> Mike's pillow, <laughs> the Smartmatic pillow, Smartmatic. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So... Also, you should just replace your pillows like pretty often, anyways. I think it's pro- probably one of those things that you need to replace more often than you realize. Hmm. 
Wash mm. your pillows more often? Yes. Not that I do that, but you should. <laughs> but replace them? I don't know. As long as you're washing them, I think they're well, fine. Also, super duper duper don't do that if your pillows are memory foam. Don't wash them? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're impossible to dry. That Yes, they also. become waterlogged and they will never recover. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that my pillow washes and dries pretty well. I'm surprised you don't remember the time in college that I threw a memory foam pillow into the washer. Mm. Not particularly. Did it not end well? There, there's. I'll I'll put it this way. There's a reason I remember it. <laughs> they don't call it memory foam for nothing. All right, and with that, we okay. should go to the big idea in pop culture. Okay, from pop culture. Um, yeah, and and befitting befitting that horrible conversation we just had. Um I don't know that I necessarily have anything exciting and new. Um I've been I've been pretty engrossed in uh, a book I've been reading for work called Dirty Gold, which is a book by four Miami Herald reporters about um a, an international uh, gold smuggling ring and the attendant money laundering involved. Uh, the, the central cast of characters is like these three, these three guys that worked out of Miami for a, um, for like a, you know, a, a precious metals importer and um, a Peruvian criminal, uh, who seems to to be very much how you might imagine um, a a money laundering, gold smuggling criminal with possible drug connections to to look like. Um, so it's it's this pretty interesting story of how uh, of how the scheme got started, and then the the massive governmental effort with cooperation between all sorts of you know three-letter agencies to to try to to bring down so that's really what i've been spending most of my time on that and some some good new music that's come out in february the there's a a a new hold steady album that i really like that apparently is their first top 10 record ever um which i think maybe goes to show that uh, record charting is out of whack more than anything else. Uh, Correct. And uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I talked about uh, sad music made by young women. So there's a, a really great new Julian Baker record called Little Oblivions um, that I've only listened to <laughs> once or twice on a streaming service. But there's a, a physical version of it arriving at my house shortly. And uh it's it's definitely like a, a departure from her normal sound. Uh, it's a much more fleshed out, like full band deal. Um, I believe she plays most of the instruments, uh, but but the songs are are still kind of as uh, punishing and and occasionally bleak as as ever. So, uh, Dirty Gold is good if you're into global crime and corruption. Um, new albums from the hold steady and julian baker are good if that's not so much your bag uh that is the end of the show you can find us on 
uh, our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com where you can subscribe to the podcast feed on your device of choice if you do that please do us one more favor leave a rating where you comment that sort of thing or just tell a friend about the show we'd love to share it with them as well we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then I'm Sean I'm I'm Kevin. Thanks. In a taxi to the airport, I was hoping for two sun around town. Staring at the skyline, and right back at my phone to find a friend. It seems a single body is a couple different people in this one life. I'm sorry, but my meeting got delayed. I'm gonna be another night. First I watched him play his instrument A resonator with a missing string Then I asked him about the songs he did How he decides what songs he's gonna sing Then I asked if I could shake